Welcome to Wives and Knives, a true crime podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and me, Kelly Lee. Please remember that we mean no disrespect to anyone mentioned in this episode or across any of the Wives and Knives platforms. We have an interest in true crime and related topics, and whilst we may offer our own personal views on certain items, it is meant to be educational and as light-hearted as possible. The information we present is collated from research gathered from the internet, and we reference and credit our sources wherever possible. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we would love to hear from you. We are Instagram Wives and Knives the Pod, Twitter at Wives Knives, and Facebook Wives and Knives. There's also a website where you can see lots of photographs that really complement our cases, and we update it all the time. The website is wivesandknives.wixsite.com forward slash my site. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Wives and Knives. Yes, hello. We hope you're all keeping safe and well out there. This week we have updates and anniversaries episode for our lovely listeners. Yeah, we're going to give you um, any updates on any developments in any interesting cases as well as some notable anniversaries. But before we get into that, let's have our usual little catch up. Bloody hell, what have I been up to? Um, <laughs> every time I say this, I then think <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't actually know. Um, not much. I'm pretty well, pretty fine. Um, looking forward to better weather because it's just been pissing it down so much at the moment. Kelly, how are you? Yeah, it's not bad. Um, yeah, weather's, I mean, it's sunny now, but it's like freezing. Yeah, I'm just I'm over the weather. It's doing my head in. I was literally looked at the um, forecast yesterday, and it's just rained for about two weeks. Yeah, it's miserable. <sighs> I've actually got a table booked for cocktails outside bank holiday weekends. <laughs> better pair up by then. That's all I'm saying. Oh, fingers crossed. Else you'll be under a, a gazebo or something, under an umbrella with your cocktails. I was going to say ex- espresso martini. It is an espresso martini, go. but my, my dress doesn't suit my umbrella, so oh. problems. Um, I was going to say, uh, it's not really part of my catch-up, but I think we should mention um, Jordan Banks. Yeah, uh, that's a huge tragedy that's happened this week. Yeah, sadly... Jordan um was hit by lightning. Yeah, he's he? a little boy um from the Blackpool area. Yeah. And it was a horrible, horrible freak accident, but my heart really goes out to like his family and everyone who has been impacted by what happened. Yes. Yeah, you just don't think things like that actually do happen and when they do it's it's so so heartbreaking yeah i can't even begin to imagine how his family are feeling at the moment i think because he was uh he was whilst he was playing football at a private coaching session in blackpool on just after five o'clock i think on tuesday the 11th and uh, that it happened so it's like it's not long it's only a few days ago it's, it's really sad and you can see on social media like how much it's impacted everybody like you said it's an absolute tragedy but there has been some good to come out of it. Like Jordan's uh, was an, an organ donor, and apparently he's actually gone on to save three other lives. So I mean, 
it's not I say it's not a happy ending but it's just something positive to come out of such a tragedy it actually in God's honest truth I when I heard about that um, and Tim being an organ donor I signed up to be an organ donor in case I pass and yeah genuinely did you can do it on the NHS app actually yeah well I mean if you aren't already and it's something that you would like to do that's a really really good thing to do I think um, there is a, a GoFundMe that's been set up as well for Jordan's legacy. So if anybody can or wants to donate, that's um, you know they're going to continue doing some good work. Because Jordan was a lovely little lad. Um, I don't know. I didn't know him personally, but by all accounts, he's done a lot of charity work and you know just a general good all rounder. So you know if that can continue his legacy, I think that's really good. Definitely. Yeah. So let's try and a bit a bit sad start, wasn't it really? Yeah, and it let's, makes me feel like I asshole for moaning about the rain in the first. Oh, I didn't mean to. Well, oh well, let's let's try and um, I'll tell you about a little funny thing that's happened Go to on. us. So I had an interesting little interaction earlier this week on the Charlene Downs group on Facebook, which we're both members of. So a member had posted a picture of the stone that um, we left when we went and did our Blackpool visit and we paid our respects to Charlene um, and they put a picture of the stone on and said that they found the wording interesting and somebody else had actually already commented with who who we are and I think she called us a true crime research team which I thought whilst accurate did actually make us sound pretty cool yeah definitely <laughs> but then there was also a mention of us potentially being in a biker gang uh, and having an affiliation to the American TV programme Wives with Knives. So I was like, I think it's time to clarify. Uh, I mean, I love being a member of that group, I've got to be honest. Yeah, it's it's um, it's full of people that are so passionate about Definitely. getting justice. And yeah, it's, it's an absolute hub of information and general chat, but with the best intentions, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of knowledge and positive work going on in that group and uh, I think we are going to mention them again later when we cover some other stuff. Um, but have we ever like gone over the name, like why we're called Wives and Knives? No, I don't I think don't so. I don't think we have, have we? Okay, so origin story, when we first decided to become like an actual club in inverted commas <laughs> back when we were just like friends with an interest in true crime uh the plan was that we were going to be going out to eat like at least once a month wasn't it yeah um to discuss like a chosen case at the meal and i think like it might have been lucy who originally came up with the night with the name wasn't it like she created the whatsapp group yeah um and it just sort of like stuck but I mean, I used to, I used to, and I still do call it Murder Club, which used to get the odd look like from people when they'd ask me what I was up to that evening. I was going to Murder Club. Um, but yeah. No, Wives and Knives is stronger than Murder Club. Murder Club makes us sound like we're up to something bad. That's, I think that's what people thought. But yeah, I guess we, we're locked in with it now. So I mean, I can't personally think of anything else that we could or would be called. But it is quite close to that Wives with Knives American thing. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. I think it's great. I've actually um, just ordered some earrings with little knives on. Oh. Uh, they're acrylic ones. Oh, like, nice. They're really cute. Have you got your ears pierced? Are you joking? I've got my ears pierced. 
Well, I've, you don't have earrings then. Well, because I had to take them all out, didn't I? Do you remember? Oh, God, yeah. When I had my operations and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. So I have I've multiple holes that need filling. <laughs> Haven't we all? Haven't we all? <laughs> I did, because I said to you, didn't I? I need to uh, have my uh, date mm. put back in. And then I've got two, both my tragus forward helix. Well, when they cut these earrings, if you you like them, then you can have some uh, comedy knife earrings as well. Oh, I'd love some comedy knife earrings, yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking, does Kelly have her ears pierced oh, the I'm other day? I'm shocked and offended by that. I nearly took Cassidy into having her ears pierced the other day. I pierce ears as well. I'm a fully qualified piercer. You're fully qualified and everything, aren't you? Yeah, well, I like to, <clears throat> like to be a good all-rounder. You definitely are. I am a good one. Yeah, I feel like you needed to be my friend in lockdown. You are such like, a good old husband. Rounder. Never had a problem looking like he didn't have his hair cut or anything. Yeah, like a perfectly coiffed beard at all times. Mm. Very impressive. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Rightio. This is the type of thing that we should definitely discuss at our little sleepover coming up. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we happen to find ourselves with an overnight stay coming up. And so I want to say an adult sleepover, but that sounds a little kinky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're close, but I don't think that's where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> so we've decided, seeing as we are together for a full evening, to record the Dirty John case that I've been obsessed over and potentially the following week's mini episode as well. And we thought it might be fun to do something a little bit different and perhaps do a listener's questions. I mean, we'd do an Instagram live, but we'd feel a bit muggy doing that because there might just be like... It'd be one, it'd be my mum. No, yeah, it'd, my just mum be, even do it. She'd be like... it'd just be like one of our friends watching. Yeah. Although, to be honest, that's all the audience I need. Um, but we'll do something maybe record a little video or do a reel on instagram or something like that answering any questions so if you have any questions yeah like we, we probably will we'll do a specific post about it like just to outline it but you can submit questions in the comments for that post or you could even email us any questions that you've got um at our email address which is wives and knives at outlook.com yeah, and then we'll just put them in a jar and pick them out. If not, we will just ask each other random questions regarding true crime and see how we go. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. I'm going to bring cocktails and snacks. So, yeah, loads of stuff. Fantastic. So, updates, shall we? Yeah, definitely. First of all, let's talk about Charlene Downs. Recently, the group on Facebook has had a Charlene picture enhanced and we'll put the sources in the usual places but this photo has raised a lot of questions. The prevalent one is, is the person in the photo actually Charlene at all or is it somebody else, maybe a family member, in particular her sister. So this picture that they have had enhanced was captured from I believe CCTV, other people say um, it was taken by somebody who takes like club photos. But yeah, they've had this photo enhanced first by somebody, I think who does it 
like almost as a hobby but yeah. then buy a, a professional yeah and when you enhance the picture it does throw doubt on as to whether it actually was Charlene or has this picture been put out there saying it is Charlene when it isn't her at all which then changes part of the timeline of that evening mm. it changes who people were looking for it's huge if that turned out that it wasn't her yeah it is massive yeah I think I think as well it it again speaks to the group you know like we said earlier how invested they are and sort of ha- like hard working about the, and how interested they are in Charlene and getting justice for her I'm not I don't know I can't decide like if I believe it, it is still Charlene in the picture or if it is somebody else there's like a few questions um like like we said you know if you want to join the group you've got interest you can find them easily on Facebook and I would recommend doing that um but for me the picture I'm like there's certain things I'm looking at and I'm thinking it doesn't sort of tally with earlier pictures of her you know like um bone structure and things like that yeah and the the ear looks very different to me but I don't think I have enough pictures to like do a like a a comparative analysis that's one of the tragic things is there is very limited pictures of this young girl well yeah that is and that's something i think we raised in the first episode that we ever did isn't it like where are the family pictures every family picture that's shared on uh you know like within on the internet has got like a scribble on it or you know like it's not it's like ripped it's very old there's no like yeah that to me that's unusual however saying that my husband's family not a lot of family pictures when when i first met him no family pictures like my mum in like it's like rose gallery there there is there are so many pictures in that house like it's embarrassing how many pictures so maybe it's just personal choice or i know people who have had like a fire you know and like lost all of their like paperwork and everything wedding album so maybe it's something like that i don't know i wouldn't like to say but yeah but yeah i think i have a look at it i know i i think um currently the group are waiting to hear back because they have got in contact with the police about the picture so i think we're waiting to hear back if anything's anything comes from it but we will keep an eye on it um like I said, I think we both recommend joining the group. It's a nice group of people with a shared concern and a want for justice. And they also share a lot of posts and information on related stories too. Yeah, definitely. Hi, Renee. Yeah, hello, ladies. I always say hi to Kim because Kim's my fave. I'm like, every time she posts, I'm like, oh, what's Kim <laughs> I just find it really like interesting. Um, so the, going to the next update for me is news around the the West, Fred and Rose, and it main and it involves um, Mary Bastholm. I think that's how I think I'm saying it right. Don't know. Okay, she was fifteen um, when she went missing on the sixth of January, nineteen sixty-eight. And Mary used to work at a cafe, um, which is now called the Clean Plate, which is run by a charity. And this cafe is very near to Cromwell Street, where Fred West was apparently a regular customer. It's also said that 
um, Fred may have carried out a cellar renovation as well as work on the toilets at the cafe in 1968. And officers were called to the clean plate by filmmakers who were working on a documentary and they uh, called to say that they'd found evidence that a body could be buried within the property. Wow, that is so shocking and great that it's still sort of in people's minds after such a long time well, that yeah. new evidence can be found. Definitely. I mean, we need to keep an eye on this because obviously um, excavation work will need to be done. So it's probably going to be some time before we know anything more um, about what's happening there. Um, a spokesperson for the Nelson Trust, which is a woman's charity that owns the clean plate, said that they're doing everything that they can to accommodate and help with the investigation. And I've put the charity's details in the sources. Um, I, I do feel for them a bit. I mean, I feel for Mary's family, because obviously at least they may get some closure now because Mary's never been found. But I feel a bit sorry for the charity that, you know, are now going to potentially be linked to the West because of this. You know, you know what I mean? They're a charity that does a lot of good for, for women. Yeah, it's, that's such a shame. It's a shame. Um, it's horrible that the West is still doing damage even now. But yeah. like I said, it's good that investigations are still going on in regards to them and that it isn't entirely a shut case because God knows what else they have done. Mm. And the next thing I want to talk about is... PCSO Julia James. Um, Julia, who worked for Kent Police since 2008, and her family said that she was fiercely loyal and loved with her whole heart. Miss James, 53, was found dead next to Alcott Wood, Snowdown, near Dover, after taking her dog for a walk, and this was on Tuesday the 28th of April. Her body was found shortly after 4pm with serious head injuries. Toby, the dog, was found unharmed by her side. Toby did two reconstructions with an actress to help get justice for his mum. Mm. That's so, so sad. The police carried out a thorough investigation and after two weeks, the police have arrested and charged Callum Wheeler with her murder. Yeah, it's a really sad case and Julia was a mother and a well-respected PCSO, but it does look like justice is going to get served there. Yeah, the police are confident that they have the right perpetrator and of course our thoughts are with her family at this terrible time. Yeah. Well, I feel like we need a bit of an uplift. Like I'm feeling a bit low. Mm. So can we, let's have a little dive What snacks are we going to get for the sleepover? Something peanut butter based. <laughs> Reese's, yeah, Reese's Pieces. Reese's pe- uh, peanut butter cups as well. Yeah, I've got some... Um, like cocktail cans as well oh i've got yeah awesome i'm gonna need some haribo i like rhubarb and custard oh rhubarb and custard ones are quite so i'm not Mm. actually a huge haribo fan in general i find them a little hard and Mm. up until maybe five years ago i didn't like sweets at all like gummy sweets oh i love gummy sweets really not asked as a child you know when everyone was like oh get a pick and mix we never wanted one Hmm. I always just preferred like a bar of chocolate or like Hmm. much more a chocolate person and it was only working in retail and so many people bringing bags of Percy pigs in that got me onto gummy sweets 
Yeah. I fucking love a Percy Pig now. Controversially, I've never had a Percy Pig. Love him. I mm. like him. Poundland's version, which are called Dinky Dogs. Oh. And they're great as well. Poundland could be getting sued soon, no doubt. Yeah. Right? I, I like a very chewy, like him, <clears throat> a soft gummy sweet. Like those Haribo rings. Oh, it's like a workout for your jaw. <laughs> I don't like wine gums or anything like that. They're much too Ooh. hard. I quite like a jelly tart though. I love jelly tarts. Oh yeah. And I don't like the green ones or the lemon. Like I don't no, like I don't. lemon or lime flavor anything. No, um, I don't like green or yellow. Generally, chewy sweets. Like mm. I prefer more like the reds and the blues. Blues. I love those little gummy dolphins you get. Also, there's um, <laughs> the some... girl who doesn't like sweets is now listing off every single sweet. <laughs> <laughs> there's some really nice ones from the little sweet shop, quite local to me, oh, and they're called like raspberry kisses, I think. And there's like blue ones and pink ones, and they're like swirly, and they're really soft. They're like the texture of a gummy sweet that's shagged a marshmallow. I know exactly what you mean from that description. Thank you. Yeah, random. I like a milk bottle. Haribo's I'll milk bring, bottles are I amazing. Know. I'll bring us some sweets, some gummy sweets for the sleepover, okay? Okay, that's okay. And I will also need some crunch, so I'll need crisps and popcorn as well. I'll bring popcorn. I like sour cream and chai flavour crisps. Right, do you be noted? My favourite flavour of crisps. Have we decided what we're doing on it? Are we going to get a takeaway? Or we can go to that Turkish place? We're going to be adventurous and try something out, something that's got leftovers for late night munchies, please. Yeah, sure. Anywhere. I'm not bothered. Anywhere. Okay, well, I had to do a bit of a diversion there because I felt like we were going dark. Um, but I will just divert a smudge again. Double divert. So I was watching, well, listening to Kendall Ray over on YouTube the other day. Yeah. Quite like her thoughts. Um, she isn't sort of one that I watch all the time, but what I have seen, she seems cracking. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are huge fans of hers. Yeah, she is, yeah, really popular. Is she the one that talks about makeup? No. No. She she's she does a lot of true crime. She does I think she's got two podcasts as well. She does a lot of charity work. She's like, American. She is American, yeah. Anyway, so I watched a video and I basically I, I was like I just wanted um, I was watching her her report on Dirty John, so I have like a bit of context for next week. Cool. Um, and then I went off on like I was you know like next video up style thing, and I was like, oh, interesting, never heard that. Popped it on, and I never watched it, and I'd never heard of the case and that she covered. And then I like looked more into it, and now I'm like, oh, full investigation mode. That's cool. I love it when you find something. Yeah, it was really, it's, it's super interesting. 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 Fascinating. Riveting. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I definitely going to do some more research on it because um, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet because like I say, I want to do some more research. But yeah, thank you for bringing that to my attention, Miss Kendall Ray. Check her out um, if you're interested. She does, um, she does cover some, you know, interesting cases, some well-known ones in there. Um, but she's got a massive back catalogue to binge, and I find her quite comforting. I don't know if that's the right word. Nice. Like she's American, yeah. friendly, inoffensive. I, you know, like mm. no qualms. I probably have watched more of her than I. Yeah, probably. Think. I just can't associate. 
Um, so yeah, like back on track. What's your next update, huh? Um, okay, so the next update is about someone I think I potentially may like to cover at some point, um, but perhaps is like part of another wider case. Yeah. Um, and that's the case of Lucy Letby. And Lucy Letby is 31-year-old um, who's accused of going on a year-long killing spree while she worked at the Countess of Chester Hospital's neonatal unit. So she's actually charged with the murder of five baby boys and three baby girls, all who were just a few days old. She's also, yeah, she's also accused of attempting to murder five more boys and five more girls, all under one year old, um, between June 2015 and June 2016. She, you've no doubt heard of her, she's been arrested multiple times for this. Um, she was arrested in 2018, 2019, and again in 2020 for the charges. And she's now appeared in court um, just recently ahead of her trial next year. And she faces charges of both attempted murder and murder, um, as I just covered. But at the time of writing this, she hadn't entered a plea, which is quite normal. Um, but that should be happening tomorrow, which would be the 17th as we record this right now. That is awful. I think cases like that, she has to be sick. Like she has to, yeah. not to, in no way justifying her actions, but like she is not okay in the head. I think there's something extra, extra awful about people who hurt babies or old people. It's like either end of the spectrum because it's like preying on a innate most... vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah, any any crime involving someone who's vulnerable is particularly bad, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was actually listening to mm. something on the case of the Stockwell Strangler okay. recently, and that was a guy who targeted elderly people and people in care homes. I think that's other, it's like the other end of the scale. To me, it's the same kind of depravity. Mm yeah it's there's like i think that's what i mean about potentially covering something along these lines in the future because there's a lot of sort of cases when you think about like angel of death but yeah there's there's quite a few there's like um there's a nurse a male nurse called is it ben Geen? he's from from england uh it's like for me it's the it's the being in, the, in a position of power in the medical world mm. and having this like control and power to do anything with all these drugs and things that's like a shipment isn't it it is there. a bit yeah but it's like i don't know maybe it's because i i've worked in the health service for a long time i don't know it just makes me think like i can't believe that people can can get away with it for so long without anybody saying anything or going like hang on a minute are we not looking yeah. into this a bit more and even if they, they do seem to look into it, but they still manage to go on and commit more atrocities while they're doing the investigation. It's like, what, what's going on here? Because there's recently been another one at um, Blackpool Hospital, hasn't there, in the stroke unit? There's yeah. like There seems to have been a lot of cases that have come, like, I don't know, maybe it's been locked down. Mm. I don't know. Well, maybe um, people do tend to get away with this for so long because there is... Um unexpected professionality that people don't question yeah well i think beverly Allett's like key for that she was she like godmother to one of her yeah just yeah horrible horrible 
Um, but yes, that's something we need to keep an eye on anyway. Um, and we'll no doubt update you as we hear more. Um, have you got any other updates? No, I really don't. You have been the um, the key researcher this week. I've been <laughs> away with the fairies somewhat. Well, I have one little tiny little update um and it's just to mention because this is a case that really interests me uh, and it always has done but there's a new article that came out recently um by radar and it was basically about john benet ramsey so it turns out that there is a new potential suspect that has been identified in this high profile case the founders of this online group have actually got um, a DNA sample that they found from a discarded cigarette butt um, outside the property and they've kept a close eye on a particular individual that they think may be responsible for the crime. Now they've given the DNA to uh, the sheriff, Mike Angus, in Flint, Michigan and they did that um, just under a week ago, so, sorry, just under 10 days ago, so like May the 7th. Now the report is going to be passed on to the local FBI office. Um, Clark had said this could be the breakthrough that everyone has been waiting for during the past 24 years and it's based on hard evidence and forensic um, science. I'm 100 perfect positive we have the right suspect and we can't rule this person out. So the article doesn't specify, you know, the doesn't name the potential yeah. suspect, um, but, you know, authorities are gathering more evidence together and, um, you know, they don't want to alert the guy, obviously. Um, but the person that they actually have got in mind is linked to one of the Ramsey's neighbours. And I've heard the neighbour theory mentioned before, and you know I've got strong feelings about this case, but I am happy to be proved wrong. So, Danny, thoughts? Yeah, I think a lot of us have strong feelings towards this case, and I don't think I've ever met anybody who has an interest in true crime that isn't hugely invested in it. There's been so much speculation about who could have committed such a horrible horrible crime so i will um be excited to hear any new evidence mm. because it would be great to get this closed and let her let people rest and continue their lives in a i don't know how to put it in like a a more peaceful way almost yeah I mean, it would it, it would always be great to have resolution. Um, I just wonder if I don't know. Like, I find it hard to. I find it hard that twenty four like twenty four years has passed, and this is the first time we're testing something that was allegedly found outside the property, you know, or that links directly. There's proof. It, it just seems a bit. I don't know. Are we just trying to? provide a suspect because there had never has been an official one before that we could do you know do yeah is it clutching at straws almost here yeah. and if this was such vital evidence why is it only yeah. right now but i mean weirder things have happened oh definitely that i will no matter what i'm still gonna have loads of questions about that case there's so much that doesn't add up definitely i will i will link the article in the usual place so everyone can have a read about it if they want yeah so any more updates or anniversaries we need to cover? Yes, um, 55th anniversary, is that correct? 
Yeah, 55 years. Anniversary of Myra Henley and Ian Brady. Sentenced to life imprisonment. It is the fourth anniversary of the Manchester Arena attack. God, I can't believe that's four years ago. I know. It does, I think it seems um, a lot more recent and it's certainly something that I don't think anyone will forget about ever, but no. I think about it quite often. It was an Ariana Grande concert and it resulted in multiple casualties. It was the deadliest attack in the UK since the 2005 London bombings and the first in the north of England since the IRA bombing that happened in Manchester pretty much next to it um, in June 1996. Mm. Yeah I think that's it isn't it? Yeah I don't think there's any more that I don't, well, I don't think so apologies if we've missed any. Um, I, I've got a small update on Esther Jingley who we mentioned in one of the um, earlier mini episodes so her partner, Dan Colgate, he's actually returned to the area where Esther disappeared to search for her. Um, he's on his own um, and some of the higher areas of the mountain are still covered with snow, but he is searching the lower ground and the woodlands around her route. So I, yeah, I think we, we just had a little combo about it before we started recording. I mean, I, I feel for him and I'm still like invested in this case i'm still keeping an eye on it but yeah he's he's gone on his own like as soon as he possibly could basically and he's gone back out can't search the higher areas because it's like the terrain's too bad at the moment but he's covering the lower ground so watch this space let's see what happens yeah so please get in touch with any questions about the podcast or us um, <laughs> anything that you would like answering any suggestions of cases we should cover and we will try and incorporate that into our recordings for our sleepover i feel like we're about 12 when we say a sleepover i do but i kind of love it as well yeah i quite like that um yeah so yeah please do get in touch if you've got any questions it will be really nice to um connect with our listeners a little bit more um, i just like to take this opportunity to it, well we'd both like to say thank you again to new listeners and obviously our regular listeners because we, you know, our audience is growing every week so it's really, thanks so much, it's brilliant. I can't believe like that people want to listen to our yeah. wutterings are. No, me neither, I'm not enough, please do, you're obviously amazing people for doing so, got great taste. Um, but yeah, <laughs> thank you because it does mean a lot, like every time I get a ping telling us that we've got a new message or we've got a new follower or you know and I check the, the figures and I'm like oh my gosh people more people are listening it just makes us both so happy definitely honestly, thank you yeah, so much thank you thank you so much so next week we'll be back with your dirty job oh, so keep yeah. safe and well out there yes and thank you once again for listening thank you bye, bye. Yeah.